Hey, we're live. It's the quarter fucking century mark. This podcast older than I am. 25. For those sexual deviants out there who are looking to get with a baby boy, don't. A young boy like me, now you know how old I am, less than this podcast. Wow. Wow. If you're into that, don't be. That's right. I'm age shaming this year. Things are changed. It's 2018. More like 20 age teen because I'm boy. shaming your age. Age shamer. Um, Sounds. Yeah, I think we need to talk about something serious. Right now? Yeah. To start it off? Yeah. Okay. Um, I shit my pants at work today. No! <laughs> no! You didn't tell me this! I appreciate... Okay, let me say this. I appreciate you not telling me that. Because I would have immediately demanded to know what's happening as I'm about to do right now. But what the fuck happened? Like, I respect you holding that from me. I'm joking. That's what happened. I just wanted the reaction. (laughs) I, I don't. Here's the thing, right? I don't know. I don't know if I've felt more personally victimized. I feel like I've been age shamed myself, but worse. And I, first of all, I respect the joke. I get it. And yeah, and and for that, I can't blame you. What I can blame you for is being a fucking asshole and me thinking I'm going to start off with a, such a quality story. We had just talked and there was no there wasn't even a hint of of poo anywhere. And then you literally lay this shit on me that you're making a joke. <sighs> Just hurts. Oh, I'm glad you could be part of it. Well, Zane, <laughs> now that we're not talking about you shit in your pants, which everyone was interested in, um, let's talk about the Olympics. Please do. I'm going to fuck around with my mic stand. Do it. I love the Olympics. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm a big fan of the Olympics. Be for like many reasons. There's no better time to have blind nationalism than when the Olympics are on. Right. It doesn't fucking matter what sport it is at all. Correct. No one is interested in most, if not all, of these sports for three and a half to three point three or seven five years. Yes. All of those. But every once in a while, the Olympics comes up. They keep rolling. And guess rolling, who rolling, can't rolling. stop watching? It's me. (laughs) I love the Olympics. The Olympics are great because it allows me to, A, become an expert fast in a sport that I know nothing about. Right. It allows me to um, try and figure out. Hi, Cassandra. uh, Happy birthday. I think here's where the big question for me lies is not only how do people get interested in these sports, but then how do they get to become the Olympic caliber athlete that that sport demands? Okay. I, I'm going to snowball Please. off this. Keep going. Please. Well, Keep it's going. the Winter Olympics. I hope that yeah. you snowball often. Definitely. In the winter. All I'm Only. saying, are you going to talk about the Tonga guy? No. Okay. There's a sexy guy from Tonga who's all oiled up. Right. He's and a he was, he was a- Clapski. He was like a, a- What? 
he was a like a Obviously he was a uh, real sexy meme in like 2016 in Sochi or 20 or whatever. Yeah, he was Rio. In, he was in Rio. And then everybody's like, "Oh, bring the Tonga guy back," but it's like that is, Tonga is diametrically opposed to the Winter Olympics, just where it exists. Right. Um, and instead, he was like, "I'm gonna find a way to make the world happy. I'm gonna get this oiled up body." in front of as many susceptible viewers as possible on primetime TV across the world. <laughs> and he did. And I think there's something admirable about that. He trained in his offseason. I think he flew to Switzerland, if I wow. remember correctly. Enlisted the help of a trainer who liked his... his he had, his He noticed his gumption and he said, boy, that's some hearty looking gumption you got there, wow. kiddo. Your gumption is hearty. Gumption through the roof. And so, um, basically... He trained and is now in the Olympics as like the single athlete from Tonga as right. a cross country skier. Yeah, that's what clap skis are. Oh, that's what clap skis are. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were an instant expert. Oh, I'm not. So let me start <laughs> off by saying that. Well, let I'm me qualify my statement not. where I said I was an expert and say, guess what? I'm not. Okay. So, first of all, how dare you for quali- quali- It's your turn. All right. Well, uh, so you're talking about becoming an instant expert. Sure. Uh, I was listening to the radio today, and I had to side with this person, and the person that they were talking to had to side with them as well. Uh, they were looking to be shot down, actually. They said, why, when I watch curling, mm-hmm. should I not just assume that I could do that? Yeah. Because that seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, like, I agree. And if I can't actually curl or throw the rock... right. Why can't I be the broomsman? Like, how long do you actually have to train right. to be good at curling? Because you watch uh, the other sports. This this is why I had to agree with them is because although they're Olympic caliber, you might think, hey, I go down to the Tamarack and play shuffleboard quite a bit. I'm pretty good at that. Like, right. it only took me two or three years. Okay. Because I have some. I have some. Go ahead. Like, Feel free. you know. So yeah. then you also think, I never thought of this. There's the person who yells whether they're supposed to sweep or not, and they're like the coxman in a boat. Yeah. They're the people who say, stroke! They're literally the the big baller shot callers. Exactly. 20-inch blades on their impalas. On their impalas. (laughs) Collar. Um, Hard R. Collar. (laughs) Collar. I didn't know I could disappear my neck like that. Collar. Um, Anyway... Uh, but they have to be like they have to read the ice and yeah. be like. Dude, I've learned so much about curling recently. It's not even funny. Really? Yeah, and I'm not gonna go into it because people will say like, "Oh, you clearly fucking had zero, <laughs> and now you know one thing." Ooh, which, let's well, be honest, is more. One like, time zero quite is still zero. Okay, well, let's no, not. It's a not a math joke. podcast. Well, it's so. not. Um, Maybe quick maths. What I know. have learned here's two things I've learned. One. Let well, let's me. let's even say three. Let's get crazy with it. Give it to me. First thing. Uh, curling incredibly difficult yes having seen friends this week who got real their their gumption was through the roof right did they join the curling league they didn't join but they went to like recreational curling which is a sentence that i wish that i could say more often (laughs) and they tried and all of them fell flat on their face but not, not even in the way you would expect they fell uh on like the initial throw, right? No, because you got to get like you got to get into a super squat, a gazelle move, and just fucking yeah. oh, and just slide down. You're wearing one shoe that is real slipper that is purpose it's like built a shoe. to make you fall over, and With another one that says something. I got you. Yeah, and so that's difficult. Two, America has 
not successfully like competed in curling this year, at least in the mixed doubles. Right. But I will say where we have succeeded is having the best fucking team. Yeah. It's a brother and sister duo from the Midwest. And I want to say their, um, their nickname is like the stash and the brow or whatever. And basically it's like two Midwest, like 28 to 30 year olds who are brother and sister. One's got like a Avril Lavigne 2006 like lip stud. Oh, and perfect. like The one snake bite. Yeah. We'll and, have to look that up, Elias. And then uh, the other, um, the brother is like a little, he got a little gut on him and like a sweet porn stash and like. Do they work for Jensen's by chance? They, honestly, I think they probably tempt at Jensen's. They've got a really quality inner school program. We're actually going to talk about that later. Oh, okay. Um, Keep the youths out of trouble. Right. And- so, long story short, my favorite part about curling is that they're mic'd up. Because of all sports to be mic'd up on, curling's not in one that you – curling's not a sport that you're going to automatically assume, like, oh, they're going to need microphones right. for that. The best part is that this brother-sister duo is exactly that. They're just a brother-sister duo. And so they just fuck around on the ice and, like, annoy each other. But it's on, like, global live TV. <laughs> and so many times – um. The sister would go like, hey, nice shot. And she would like reach her fist out and he would just smack her fist (laughs) or like just grab it and shake it. Yes. Give her the stick shift. Right. (laughs) And so like you have like these other competitors that are like super serious and they're just, you know, down on the ice, like looking all, you know, tough and stuff. And he's like, yo, did you hear about what? And they're just bullshitting. And I'm like, that's probably why you finished like fifth out of sixth in the round robin. But I respect it. (laughs) And I think you're doing great. And I can't wait to have more Olympic athletes like you. I'm about it. Stark contrast now. All right. Because I agree. Curling seems like a sport that some might say. Okay. um, Curling seems like a sport that even with some practice, you're not going to get Olympic caliber necessarily, but you're still going to get good. Maybe mad decent. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Then you turn to something like half pipe, right? Or like slope style. You're never going to get good on it. No, but If you and gravity get along, right. you're never going to be good at it. Maybe you'll have like a decent run once. You want to hear some good news about Golden Boy Flying Tomato? Let Sean me know. Uh, since there's going to be skateboarding in the next Olympics. Oh, he's coming back? He's supposed to be coming back. Oh, yeah. Word on the street. Word on the street. He's a suspect. <laughs> well, that's true as well. Hanging with the killers in the projects. That might be disrespectful to where the 2020 Olympics are being held. (laughs) I don't think there's lots of – isn't it like Tokyo or something? Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of projects in Tokyo. Well, a lot of of origami. That's a big project. I mean, I can't. What I'm trying to say is there's a lot of really incredible athletes from the U.S., and it's always like – they they've got real cool stories. I think that's the that's the reason the U.S. has marketable athletes is because right. their stories are great. Right. And not necessarily because they're in fact that good. Right. But they're hashtag they're relatable. Up. And uh, so let's okay. Let's start with uh, Redmond. Yes. AKA Red. Yes. A leal boy. What a good guy. Who won Seemingly. us our first goal? Thanks, bud. He's a snowboarder. Snowboard cross. Who does slope style? Oh, yeah. Styles on the slopes. He gets steezing for he, a reason. He's fucking hard, dude. Yeah. He's like a quality rider. He's just this little dude who shreds it up super hard and ends up winning gold over like people you've probably heard of even as non-snowboarding fans like right. Mark McMorris and shit like that where it's like, Mark okay. Mark McMorris. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a dude who was had like a very Nordic name, and it sounded a kind of a bit like Sleeve McDyckel, and I was like, <laughs> I would be okay if he won. Yeah, podium. he got fourth. Oh. Um, and so cool that he won a gold. Fine, whatever. Awesome. Thanks for winning the first one. The best part about it was that like his family is just like a bunch of fucking surf and snowboard goons. Yeah, and like he, I guess. From what I remember reading, he had, like, stayed up real late binging Netflix and, like, got a shitty night's sleep and then just, like, woke up late, like, almost missed the bus or shit up to the mountain. His practice runs were, like, okay at best. Right. His family were there and they're, like, we're here to get red-tarded or something like that, which is not at all acceptable to say on national TV, but that's all their signs. There was, like, 12 of them that made the trip out there. Perfect. And I'm, like, that's who I want winning a gold medal. I want some wholesome some wholesome character like Red Gerard to just like yeah, he like left a bunch of shit at home. Yeah, he slept and in. And he like Jake is letting us know right now that he slept in and forgot his coat. Yeah, and then he swore on, on, TV. on TV. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, that's who See, I I'm want. I'm okay with that. I want that person representing the country. Fucking swear it up, man. Yeah, if you're going to win a gold medal, I'm yeah. sorry. I think you can Have do some whatever emotion. the fuck you want. How about yeah. that? And then you got Chloe Kim, who's a fucking She's an champ. animal. She's so cool. She's and also V hashtag relatable. Punched our TV. Or punched she's, our microphone. She's fucking on Twitter in the middle of competition talking about being hangry she's and not like, eating her fucking breakfast sandwich. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, she, Chloe Kim's like a, I want to say like 17. Yeah. Our like next snowboarding prodigy, basically. Well, she's the current snowboarding prodigy. But also soon to be next current snowboarding prodigy. Right, both. And so she basically like gets to the competition and is hangry and is tweeting about it because she's like, I'm so stubborn that I didn't let myself finish my breakfast sandwich this morning, and now I'm fucking mad that I couldn't finish my breakfast sandwich. So and I'm going to win this competition. Right. And somebody tweets at her, and she, they're like, aren't you in competition right now? And she just responded, Y-E-P. Just, yep. <laughs> and I'm like, that's exactly what you say. Fuck the haters. Oh. Tweet during competitions, especially if you come out and put on the run that she did back-to-back 1080s. Oh, what? Oh, what? Um, and then... Like, I, cl- I clicked a GQ article and it was like, oh, oh, Chloe Kim is a champ. Like, and so I was like, cool, sure, whatever. It seemed clickbaity and I clicked on it. Right. Um, turns out she was listening to Motorsport by Nicki Minaj <laughs> and Migos. Perfect. And Cardi B on her award winning run. Well, you got to get Cardi. Cardi. And then, um, and then she, uh, she ate a churro. I think either in the middle of the competition or at the end and just live tweeted and was basically like, hey, I was having a bad day, but then I ate a churro. So if you're ever having a bad day and need to not have a bad day, eat a churro. I can I can relate with that. And but, then final thing. Yeah, I guess she was interviewed on TV the next day and they brought out like breakfast sandwiches and churros and they were thinking like, oh, haha, she's not going to have any of these. She's like, do you guys have any like chocolate syrup? Like I really I kind of want go that. For this. And then she just like ate churros live in her interview. And yes. I'm like, yes. That's who Yo, I want. If I could get famous for eating churros, I'd already be famous. Yo, who wouldn't be? Yo. 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 I think we're going to shut down the live stream. Okay, bye. Thanks, everybody. Bang. We'll see you next week. Okay. And don't forget to post it this time. Post it. Mark it. Share it. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, the Winter Olympics are <coughs> super quail. They are super AKA. quail. Cool, aka a super beans. cool. Zane, you had mentioned that um, we. Yeah, no, I never said that. Go ahead. Hmm. Huh? What's that? What? Okay. Uh, you had mentioned earlier. <laughs> I did that 
some of our Olympic athletes um, might have worked for Jensen's. Right. And as you all know, avid listeners of the podcast, Jensen's has been just really there for us when we've needed them. Yeah. But in addition to us needing them, Jensen's is there for more than just us. They're there for the kids. Okay. This week, I am so proud to announce that Jensen's has actually sponsored a nationwide school program locally. Really? Yeah, local program. Local nationwide school program? Nationwide program. For the, for the kids? In localities. For the tots? <clears throat> in small areas. <clears throat> Guys, Jensen's is doing such amazing stuff in the community, um, and I want to tell you a little bit about them. One of our sponsors this week is is Jensen's After School Program. It's called Super Snippers. Wow. Now, you may have heard of Super Skippers, and uh, they definitely meant to infringe the trademark and copyrights associated. Um, Jensen's has no qualms about that and a hefty, hefty budget for attorneys. They'll um, bring their fighting spoons. Yeah, they'll bring their fighting spoons to court. You better believe me. Jensen's Super Snippers is an after-school program that helps at-risk youths. Once again, that's youths. youths. Crank that, soldier boy. Youths. Youths. Super Snippers is a is an after school program that keeps kids off the street from doing drugs. Why the heck would you do those when you could skip and snip? Here's the thing: if you are a part or know a, or a, a part of a kid who wants to be a part of a group, let us know. Go ahead and tweet us those deets because let me tell you a little about the program. Are you interested in that? Yeah, okay. I'd love to hear it. Super Snippers is a jump roping after school program right. where at risk children cut your hair while simultaneously learning how to jump rope. Wow. Jensen's is so proud of this because it offers many life lessons all at once. Yo, holy moly. Guacamole. Wow. Now, Jensen's obviously can only do so much. And since it's a national thing locally, right. they're going to have to fundraise. Um, this local group of super snippers is actually putting on uh, uh, a little performance, I guess, shall we say. Oh, okay. It's called Murder, She Roped. <laughs> a jump road uh, jump roping murder mystery dinner if you're into dinner theater <laughs> jump ropes and a whole bunch of murder espionage sex if you're in all that stuff come check out murder she roped guys i have a promo code for you today that's going to get you a little bit of a discount in t- not one but two whole places guys this week's promo code is snip to my loo and that's going to give you a shave and a haircut for only two bits uh. Once again, I'd like to thank our our super snip our local super snippers organization for you know helping snip drugs out of kids' lives. And while we've got Jensen's, uh, don't forget this week uh, if you didn't if you didn't support uh, booze shoes for booze booze uh, shoes for booze yeah yeah you messed up yeah because you fucked up. Uh, Valentine's Day has now come and gone and uh, the love of your life doesn't have any shoes and so's your one night stand yeah. Come and go. <laughs> One night stand. So there's no up. there's no D. It's Stan. One night. Hello. There's also no stand. D. There's no D. That's in the key. That's anyway. why it's legal. <laughs> Guys, so thank you again to Jensen's and our local Super Snippers organization. Go support yeah. them with Murder She Roped. Yeah. And don't forget to use that promo code SNIP to my Lou for a shave and a haircut. Two bits. Tyler. Yeah. Um, can I irk you for a minute? Fuck. I guess if you have to. Uh, you know how we talked a while back about uh, words that people say funny? Sure. Uh, yeah. I I heard like another one. Vague? 
like big or open. Open. Oh, yeah, <laughs> open. Open. Um, I heard one that I never really considered before until I was okay. watching this video and the guy said it like 40 times. Okay. Um, people, and I, once, once I realized that he was saying it, I realized I've heard it before and it annoys me. Sure. <clears throat> people that don't say thorough, they say thorough. Like, what? You got to be thorough about it. Bro, what? That's not a real thing. Yeah. You're saying thorough, as in you've, thorough, done, like you've done a thorough investigation. R-O-U-G-H. And you're yes, saying people thorough. say a thorough? Uh, they oh, say no. thorough. I ha- like, as soon as I said it, I have heard that. Right. Because it's like it's like instead of saying thoroughly, they took thoroughly and just and made just it thoroughly. thoroughly. Right. Right. Thoroughly. So instead of thorough being short for thoroughly, it's just thorough. Thorough is short for thoroughly. Oh, no. And it bugs the shit out of me. It's so weird because, like, that's one word that I guess, like, the definition of it would lead you to believe <laughs> right. that someone's going to take a thorough examination of their the vocabulary. Word. Right. Um, and a thorough examination of the spelling and not say thorough. Yeah, right. And and it's, like, it's fast enough that you're, like, oh, okay, well, I guess, but no. Right, <laughs> but no. You're, like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to be really thorough about this. And oh, then God. And it just... Once you notice it, there's no going back. So you're welcome, everybody, to your new pet peeve. The worst part about that is that, like, I can't think of specific instances where I've heard it. Right. That being said, you just I know, know you've even, heard it. I know even recently that I've heard it. Right. And I can't place it, and arguably that makes it worse. Because right. at least with like Ullman, I can identify who that is. Right. And actively you know avoid that situation. You know when and where you're going to hear it. But I I can't predict a thorough. Right. Ugh. So I'm I'm sorry, dude. I consider me irked. Okay, well. Consider this, though, Zane. I've read a lot of tweets. <laughs> Stop there. Okay. You have. I believe you. <laughs> One that came up recently was an unpopular opinion thread. Okay. And the sweet boy who posted those at one point said, flats are better than drums. Now I have, but I've heard that. I've heard that too. Now for those a lot of hot ones. uneducated folks out there who aren't reading a lot of tweets like me, I'm the best at reading tweets. Jaina, <laughs> um, Trey Diaz, he's um, thorough at reading tweets. I read tweets thorough. So, flats and drums are your two types of chicken wings. Yes, and they're no pun intended is a heated discussion about them yeah. about these hot wings. And I have a firm stance and might maybe be able to be swayed, but I'm interested right. in hearing where you stand on this thing. <clears throat> on which one's better? Yeah. See, I I like drums. <clears throat> okay. Because it's just meatier. Here's the argument I hear for flats. No, no, no. Let's, let's, hold on. Let's talk about this okay. drums thing through. Okay. Because I agree. Okay. Initially. Initially. There's one saving grace that brings flats into contention. For me, drums hands down are the winner. Right. Let's go let's go some pros of drums, shall we? Pros of drums. You're getting arguably the most meat. Definitely the most meat. For you sure. You only have one bone to deal with. Right. And it's huge. You can't miss it's it. It's big. You can go in, pull it out clean. Right. If you've you got, have that kind of skill. You've got a quality grip point. Right. That you can use one-handed, and it's not going to fucking shoot out of your fingers. They have generally less extra skin on them right. that might not be crispy. Right. Because I love chicken skin. Mm-hmm. 
but generally crispy chicken oh, skin. So good. Um, not even like deep fried, but just like a little, little crispy. Yeah. And I think what comes down to it for me is that I'm a big softy when it comes to hot stuff. So I need something that's dippable. Right. Name one time that somebody has successfully and not like a fucking monster dipped a flat. They haven't. You can't do it. Because I've been there. Somebody's going to say, oh, well, you poured the sauce out onto the plate. Fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. And I say, And hey, then you schmear? I'm not a- Yeah, f- right. <laughs> I say, hey, I have culture, you fucking animal. Hey, I'm not a peasant, peasant. Hey, make better life choices, asshole, is the things that I say to those people. Who's pouring sauce onto a plate, first of all? Yeah. Good like wings you don't get come on a dipping plate. sauce in Good a wings cup. Wings come in a bo- like a basket. A basket. Duh. So Fucking obvious. Basket. The best wings I've heard. Sure. Come on a wood board. Fuck, I'd believe that. With Sean Evans. Okay. Well, we can't live up to that. Can we host? Can Sean Evans come on our podcast? Guys, this is Hot Ones now. Welcome to Hot Ones. I'm Sean Evans. I'm your host, <laughs> Sean Evans. And today with me, I have famous rapper Zane. Hi. You know him from. Insert things you know him from. And today, we're going to be taking on the 10... (laughs) I was so close to knowing all of that, which is really crazy, having not ever practiced it before. So, okay. I'm not going to sit here and say there's not downsides to drums, though. No, there are, for sure. You get a lot of gristle at the top. The gristle at the top's the the that's tough. The ace boom. I've gotten over it. Things that are bad. I just munch it. Yeah, like, it's not. Good. I'm on my feral munch. Grind. The thing though is, you can get like a nice molar action with it yeah, and just kind of just gnaw on it. For people who aren't interested in chicken wings, this is going to be a horrible bit. Where I'd say we'd put a time code in to skip it. Too bad you're listening to our you podcast. <laughs> um, really though, that's that's the fault I see there. Yeah, the fault in our stars. Great book, sad book. Haven't read it. That's fine. It's for you. I will not pass judgment. Yeah, that's okay. So let's move to this flats thing, though. Because I agree that that is an unpopular opinion, but it's not so unpopular that I've never heard it before. Right. And it seems like people who should be well-respected in the wing industry, like people who look like they know what they're talking about. Action Bronson. Action Bronson loves flats. Yeah. Ironic, because he's the opposite of a flat. <laughs> he's a drumette, for sure. Dude, he's what's what's the what's the timpani? drumette seems small and then regular drum. What's an extra large drum? Because that's what oh, that's he a is. turkey leg. Go ahead. So flats, I think less meat. I think more sauce potential. Maybe. Yeah, you have a bigger surface. I think if you're doing like a caramely sauce, you can get a better caramelization on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that not dipping's good a nightmare. for rubs. Not good for rubs and not good for holding with one hand. No. The reason that I think I might maybe be able to be swayed is because I think you can get better seasoning inside the wing. Like, if you're doing a rub, I think you can, like, because it's just thinner, it's objectively mm-hmm. less meat. And I've now seen the way to eat a flat. Yeah. And I didn't know that before. Did you watch the uh, Hooters Girl one, or did you watch the Sean Evans one? I feel one, like I made a mistake. Or... I've watched none of those. It was a... Oh. Uh, Who's the dude from one of the people from Walking Dead was walking through the GQ offices? This is the episode as, where I talk about do. GQ a lot. Cool. Um, Jimmy Suave. Yeah, Jimmy GQ. And so, basically, like, he's he's showing he's like I'm a I'm from Atlanta. I love hot wings. Like we have them all the time. And I learned this as a kid how to eat a flat. And I was like, that is really important. Basically, the technique that you see a lot of people go for is they find the point of the wing with the most meat 
and basically they just try and um, they try and like put it all on their face, but the wing's too wide. It gets it fucks up your lips. Right. It sauces them up, and especially right. if you're eating like a lava hot sauce, you don't want that. No. You're That's looking how you for die. like right because then your lips are burning. You look like we Bill Ratchet, and then not concerned like, in what nobody <laughs> wanna say. Um, that was that was like a trance. I've never heard that song in I don't, 13, 14 years. The way to do it though is you bite the end off. Yes. Kind of with your teeth, and and or fingers, you pull the two wing bones. You pull the tibia and fibia apart. Right. And then you just take that one off. Yeah. And then you go a la drumstick, Slurpee. therefore proving the superior nature of a drumstick. You just slurp it off. Right. It's a one-two punch and you're done. Here's what I do think about flats. Sure. They tend to be juicier. Like I agree. the drums have more meat, but you obviously have to cook them slightly differently. Sure. Um, or they or they do cook slightly differently. I agree. And they don't seem to hold the juiciness right. as much. I get I get dripped on. By chicken juice, right. not by the sauce, but by chicken juice, way more from a flat than oh, I do you. on a drum. Right. So that's interesting. Just a, a, a tweet us those deeds. I'm not going to put up another. I'm so petrified of putting up another survey <laughs> on any social media platform at all for lack of response. Like a respect, really. For, for me respect. being the only answer. Put some respect on it. Put some respect on my goddamn survey and answer it. <laughs> um, Let's... uh. Let's go to another another controversy. Okay. I don't even know that it's controversy. I just want to hear your your opinion. I'd love to give you my opinion. I don't drink this. a ton of soda. Okay. Root beer is fucking underrated. Yo. And it's delicious. I I couldn't And agree it doesn't more. matter very much what kind of root beer I it was is. A, uh okay. We're treading very dangerous much. territory here, but okay. Like I had some mug root beer today. <laughs> right. Straight out the fountain. Oh fuck. Yo. 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 Where did you get mug? Costco. First At, of all, out the Costco, fountain? Costco food court. Dude. RIP my buddy pizza. That was me. RIP my main man's cheese slice. I haven't had a Costco slice of pizza since then? Arguably since that fateful day. Yo. For those of you who don't listen to our podcast, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> don't listen to this one first. Go back and listen to the other ones. Get Go some, start over now that you're 30 context. minutes in. But I went through a phase where I nonstop ate Costco pizza because we had just moved in yeah. like maybe a block away. And at one point, I was like so excited. I went to Costco exclusively for a piece of pizza and it fell off my roof when some fucking asshole pulled up way too close to me and made me set my pizza <laughs> on my roof. And uh, to avoid me getting hit, I had to close my door quickly and... It, left the pizza on the roof uh, something i thought would never happen to me happen <laughs> and I, I can't say i've come back from it yeah also it doesn't help seeing 770 calories because i'm also <laughs> since i'm gonna be like a fat ass i'm gonna look and get the most food for the same calories or at least like somewhat equivalent right or i'm like i could fuck up some like a pretty decent amount of like Panda salads. express or like a certain pizza from mod pizza yeah or one slice from costco <laughs> Which is crazy. But you can't just eat one. The craziest part about this, since we're already on the topic, is that like places are starting to put calories on it more. Yeah. And Costco is like shameless about it, but I almost respect it for it. Where like you always see these articles about like what's the worst 
uh, single dish at a restaurant. Yeah. And it's inevitably like seven of them are from Cheesecake Factory. And fucking oh, no one should be surprised by that. No. Because it's called Cheesecake Factory and obviously. <laughs> but um, the thing about Costco pizza, I want to say it's like 720, 720 calories for a uh, cheese slice. Ironically enough, seven ten for a pepperoni. It's yeah. less, which because it has I think less we, cheese I think, on it. Yeah. We, I think we figured we out it was because this. of less cheese, more meat. Yeah, and uh, but then grease. you extrapolate that out, and I want to say it's something fucking crazy, like thirty eight or forty two hundred calories for yeah. a pizza. For a pizza, I think it's like thirty eight hundred. And then I think, <clears throat> oh no, what have I done to my life? Because I very distinctly remember living at Johnson. And at one point sitting down, I think we both ordered a pizza and we're like, let's just eat this. Yeah. Let's just sit here, watch a movie, watch a yeah, singular we each movie got our own pizza. and eat this. And I think Fucking... I put down three, you probably put down four or five. Yeah. It's just so much it's, pizza. Yeah, it's a lot of pizza. I still have a life goal to eat a whole Costco pizza. Like, I, I just haven't put my mind to it and done it. I think if you but I'll probably accurately die. for like a day or two, you could probably do it. Like, I, I beat I beat the burger challenge. Yo, but let's fucking talk about that. I know that's a more visual story, but seeing as I have like that's okay. the only videos of this, right. this is the most incredible thing. Zane, at one point in life, on the, on the day of my graduation- I fuck. I forgot I was on my graduation. I did this to celebrate you. Zane, Zane's gift to me was eating a two-pound burger, a pound of fries, and a thirty-two ounce milkshake in twenty minutes or less. Yeah, let's fucking talk about we'll this. We'll take saga. it back. Here we go. Go ahead. So this was two years ago at this point. Three years ago. Fuck. Was me. it three, three years? It was twenty sixteen. Well, two years then. So, uh, uh, Tyler graduates, and there's this place. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> there's this place. <laughs> he graduated college. Humble um, brag. There's this place in uh, Drummond, which is about 45 minutes from us. That's a Leal town. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> like they have an eight-a-side <laughs> eight football team and yeah. stuff like that. Um, there's a, a burger place called Parker's. Fuck yeah. And not a sponsor. Not a Please, spark. oh God, yes. sponsor us. If, if somebody can hook us up with the Parker's If somebody knows somebody from Parker's. Yo. Hook us up I with know that. people that know people from Parker's, but we not like We now know people well. from Parker's because um, you're on the wall. Right. So it's like forty. It's like a 45-minute drive if you're cruising. Beautiful drive. Um, it's great. Uh, nice little jaunt on the highway. Very scenic. Um, and this burger place, I kid you not, you sit down. They say, "How you doing today?" It's very home family oh, it oriented. Feels like I'm in a home and they kitchen. set a binder in front of, not a menu, a binder He's not in too, front yeah. of you. Yeah, with a hundred and thirty. I think they're up to hundred and thirty-nine different burgers. Which right some now? Of you, so okay, now let's pause. Some of you might be saying. How the fuck do you get 139 burgers? It's certainly not for lack of effort. Right. Um, like there's some stretching. And and there's some like, hey, we took two burgers and put them on top of each other. That's one burger now. Right. And so, but it's like, no, oh, it's you like, want tater tots and nachos on your burger? Right. That's we can a burger. do that for you. And and it's not like they're like grotesque, horrible creations. No, it's like they're very of, like you uniform, well made burgers. You have to look through about twenty pages of burgers, and at least one per page. There's probably five or six per page because yeah. it's big font and like they've got yeah, pictures, they've got and, pictures stuff, and, and stuff. And like, uh, it's a little clip art. It's like a very fun place to go. Yeah, like it's it's a super fun it's place. kind of old dinery style, especially like certain areas around where we live, is just like 
it's uh, certainly rural. Like Missoula's yeah. oh, a, a hub of Montana. We're at what third biggest city, second biggest, yeah, third, I think, and have what seventy thousand people, yeah, eighty when schools in, maybe. And so you know, Drummond has what I don't know, a few thousand at most, at, at most in the outskirts. And so like it's a cool place. It's on the way to other cities, so it's not like you have to go super far out of your way, right? Um, and and it's like a fun place to explore. So if you're looking for a place, go to Parker's. We'll we'll vouch for that, but yeah. The problem was we had been in, I think, once before. We must have been because there's no Twice. way you would have done it on. Okay. And so, yeah, I was like, you didn't do it on your first one. I know that. You wouldn't be that crazy. No. But we'd been in enough to know that there was a pretty serious burger situation going on. You like, walk up to the counter and there's a wall of fame up behind the counter, like next to next to the menu and stuff. Right. Um, with some people's some people's pictures up there and a counter that was like. Um, like who who attempted and who won, right? And who lost to Parker's to see your ratio, right? Your your KD as far yeah. as burgers the eaten KD to range. burgers not eaten, right? The wall has people on it too, and what at this point it was like eighteen people, like it wasn't many, fifteen, fifteen, right? And so and it's like there's your few like you know former college linebacker looking dudes on right. there. There's your corn fed, you know mean country dads as we've talked about before (laughs) there's certainly a few country dads and then there's like a guy who obviously did it in like six minutes yeah i think the record is like seven and a half minutes and then he ordered a piece of cheesecake after but that's but he's also like 150 bucks you know 150 pounds soaking wet yeah and like you know just that guy who can just eat too much right he's like big mac guy from supersize me so needless to say though we were inspired by the wall and so I, I distinctly remember I ordered a, like a double burger, which is kind of preposterously large. Right. And I what walk me through what was going through your head at that point. So we had gone out on graduation day. Keep in mind, I had just graduated from college. Yeah. I had a party that afternoon. So I was like, I can't get fucked up on burgers. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, what I can't be burger hungover on the way home. Oh, yeah. Joey and I were like. Yo, let's go to Parker's. But Tyler probably wants to go to Parker's. Yeah, let's that's message correct. him. And you're like, oh like, I'm shit, graduating. I'm graduating. Give me forty minutes. BRB and we're graduating. like, okay, we'll be here. Swing back by, right? And we'll we'll hop in the car and hit it. And like, all right. And so I had been preparing all day. So you you knew that something was gonna happen. I knew going into this because the, from the last time, I was like, ah, should I do the burger challenge? We kind of joked know. about it a little do bit, the but it challenge. didn't seem serious. And so I prepped that day. I ate a little bit of breakfast you have to like have expanded your stomach people think you go in just starved oh, I didn't you eat can't for three eat days. that That's much. so dumb your stomach shrinks right. it's just how it works right so i'm i'm feeling pretty hungry yeah and we get in the car and like i'm a little nervous going there and some butterflies yeah some butterflies for sure because because this is a place like it's small town with a challenge yeah i don't, I don't like losing and they don't like losing because like Outside, let me set the scene a little bit. Outside is the one road through town and a probably 100-foot flag. It's a giant American Like the flag, flag is probably at least 40 like feet. 40 feet and then the pole is probably 100 feet. Yeah. And it just waves. Yeah. Like you're staring. It's just America. You're staring yeah. off into big blue sky and- With a big with fucking a, flag and the sun and shining And a cattle truck. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> we get there and we come in and we sit down and what do you know across the way- there's a lady trying the challenge. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. And it isn't going well for her. No, she was like, hurting. You could tell. She was maybe. T- so you have 20 minutes to finish this challenge. 
she was maybe 10 minutes in and you could tell she wasn't it wasn't happening. It. Yeah. And uh, people are kind of like not interested, but kind of like peeking over to see what she's going to do. Right. If you lose, you have to pay 30 bucks for this meal. If you win, it's free and you get your picture on the wall. Um, so I walk in and sit down and they come over and they're like, what can we do for you guys? And these guys order and I go, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try the challenge. And this lady's mom overheard me who was failing the challenge and feels the need to come over and start telling me about how her daughter thought she could do it. But it turned out it was way harder than it looked. Well, yeah. Um, yes. How they failed. I mean, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And the, so the woman goes, oh, a challenge, huh? Well, it's going to take a little bit. We got to make sure the beef's cooked all the way through. Because there's so much of it. No joke. If you've seen Good Burger, yeah. Mondo Burger goes in across the street. <laughs> That's what these burgers <laughs> Dude, look like. They were the but it's 100% shit. pure Montana beef. It's 100 a hundred. It's a hundred percent This is tasty. a fully loaded cheeseburger, lettuce, tomato, pickles, onions, uh, accoutrement, accoutrement, Dude, um, it, and, all of the works. Oh my god, it was it's so good too. That's the thing. I think people underestimate with the food challenge is that like because you watch like man versus food and stuff. Two right. things on that. One, I always found it surprising that like obviously they had to gather a TV audience, but the rest of the like restaurant is uninterested right. in someone consuming a fucking preposterous amount of food. A metric fuck ton. Too much, just like a unit of food, <laughs> just an absolute <laughs> unit. <laughs> and so that always surprised me that no one would like I know it's like socially unacceptable to just go watch someone eat not in this circumstance though right and so I was expecting that to happen which to an extent it did made friends with the dude sitting behind us fuck yeah that he was like awesome. talking me up the whole time and then like he had to leave while I was like halfway through and he's like hey man I believe in you I think you can do it yeah <laughs> Well, and so, okay, and then two, like, I think the thing that people underestimate about a food challenge is not only the quantity, but the fact that unless you're having different stuff, right, it's going to taste the same. Right. Did you run into that at all? A little bit. Um, the burger just starts to get dry. I don't know if you remember. I took everything off of it about right. three quarters of the way through it and just ate the bread and just ate the veggies and stuff. Right. And then just had the meat left because right. it's hard to eat that much of the same thing. And so remind, okay, so it's what? Two pound burger with cheese. With cheese and everything on it. And everything it. on it. A, and a pound bun. of fresh pound fries. Of French fries. And they're good fries. They're not like shoestring bullshit fries. They're, no, like, they're like, that being said, I fucking love shoestring thick. fries. But they're, fries. they're, and they're not like steak fries. They're just quality hand cut fries. Yeah. And then a 32 ounce milkshake. Which, that I could choose my flavor in. I almost went a half gallon, vanilla. but still, like, that's it's a quart. Yeah. That's so much. That's like, a, dangerous amount a lot of, of people don't have. finish that kind of milkshake anyways right in general with no time constraints right. much less two pounds uh, much less three pounds of other food so we're gonna we're gonna just speed right through this they have the most official fucking timer has legs and everything they incredible. come over slap 20 minutes on it they get the whole the whole place riled up they bring out your burger it's bigger than your fucking face it's they put it down and they go all right here we go three two one they slap that timer, yeah. and you're going. So I'm munching through. 
I had a strategy. My strategy was to power through the burger. Mm-hmm. I can eat fries like nobody's business. You, I was addicted to French fries for a while. Incredible, yeah. And the milkshake is just like any other drink. I gotta let it melt a little bit, right? So I don't get a brain freeze because that would have fucked me up. Oh, brain freeze instantly takes you out. Got through it. Finished with five seconds left. They're what? there making sure you hit clean plate club. I would say you. Made it just that has so to be in your mouth. Than it was. I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's going to clean sweep this, whatever. So I'm documenting it on Snapchat for everybody. Right. Um, which I want to get to Snapchat after our sponsorship. Okay. You know, yeah, I, I have another and, uh, sponsorship uh, came in. But I'm, I'm documenting it for the world to see. And it's like time's starting to wear down. And I'm like, okay, you know, sure, you've clearly made a lot of progress. But like, I don't, I never doubted you, but I also wasn't like certain either. That's fair. It was, it was definitely up in the air. Right. And then all of a sudden, I like, you know when you watch like a movie and you just start cheering even though you're watching by yourself because it's like that inspiring it's like and compelling, Rudy. dude. I was fucking hyped up. Joey and I were like, it's like banging yelling on the at you table and just like, yeah, come on, let's go. And you were just like, huh, 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 just like shoveling shit in. It was fucking incredible. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and yeah, five seconds left. I like caught the last little bit. Last bite goes in, and it's like tick. Tick, tick, and she stops it with five seconds. I was like, fucking, let's go. Let's go. So then she goes, all right, stand up. As I'm beginning to have the most negative, full body, like, just experience that I've ever had in my life, my hands went numb. You you hit I a got, weird place. I got the sweats. Like This was meat sweats like I've never seen, oh, though. Oh, man. As an avid just meat like, sweats kind of guy. <laughs> I've been there, but I'm, not to that level. I haven't been on that plane of existence. I could before. barely stand up because I felt like I was hammered. It was fucking weird. You got food drunk, dude. <laughs> yeah, and so I stand up, and she's like, "Okay, we gotta, um, we gotta take a picture of you, and you're absolutely not allowed to puke in my store." Yeah, and I was like looking at the door and like gauging the distance and like trying to make a joke about it, but I'm dying, <laughs> and so we go on our way. I had to go get gas. Yeah, yeah. Tyler had to get gas. So I just went outside. Joe came with me. And You're like, I'll walk. We walked the full length of the street Maybe in Drummond. Maybe half mile, yeah. Uh, just as very slowly down to the gas station and met Tyler there. Um, and then hopped in the car to go home. I had to DJ a prom that night. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I got home. Took a nap. I passed out for three hours hard. <laughs> I thought you died for a little bit because you were like, "Did you throw up on the way home?" No, oh, I didn't. Did Joey? Joey might have thrown up. On Somebody the way threw home. up, and I was like, "I got other shit to do." Because again, still graduating today, like right. a party to go to and stuff like that. So I'll see you guys. But I, I remember. I think you like might have even fallen asleep with the door cracked or something. So I remember looking in, and I thought you like might have actually been like in need of medical assistance <laughs> woke up like three hours later puked my brains out that like, was probably what i, I heard i've about, never yeah. puked that hard in my life and then brushed my teeth a lot and yeah. went and dj to prom love it <laughs> what a fucking day it was great zane it seems like it's time for our next sponsorship uh yeah and it's fresh and hot off the press wow okay. um so you know there was uh that channel that you had uh, when you were young, you wanted to play video games. You had to switch oh, to it. Oh, okay. The AV yeah, channel. I was say, there's yeah, this channels, has nothing but... to do with that. Okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. You've bamboozled me twice <laughs> on this podcast, and I'm hurt by it. This is a new show uh, coming to us 
Uh, this might interest people if you watch shows like Naked and Afraid okay. or Dating Naked. Uh, Emphasis on nudity. Yeah, this is the show for you. And okay. Tyler, you hit the nail on the head with that one. This is a new show. New show. Coming to late night television. Okay. It's called Injured Nudity. Injured nudity. The ingenuity behind injured nudity goes like this. Oh, oh god damn it. Okay. We take the obstacles of wipeout. Sure. Oh fuck. All and right. we get naked people on them. Oh, no. <laughs> There's so much vinyl burn. Oh my god. No. Injured they bite nudity. it so hard. They do. Who's gonna Okay, go ahead. These people come out, they have their obstacle course. This is like American Ninja Warrior yeah, no, I, meets MXC yeah. meets Naked and Afraid. Meets because you are naked nudity. and afraid that you're gonna get punched in the you're face by a pie. Rocked by an animatronic. <laughs> you're getting whipped creamed in the in the uh, in the whipped cream. Hate it. If you know what I'm saying. I can't say I do, but I don't look forward you're to getting, it. You're getting you're getting uh you're getting slapped in the in the slapper. Hate it. Back to hating it again. <laughs> um well, yeah. Anyway, they've got some uh, brand new, brand new judges. Okay, I for think a brand new show makes for sense. a brand new show. Yeah, uh, I think they're bringing in Hulk Hogan. Maybe oh, don't yeah. quote me on that because he'll sue the shit out of me. Yeah, that's fair. Not a sponsor. And uh, hopefully, they're also bringing in um, Tila Tequila. Sure, they're bringing her back. Seems like because uh, somebody... she seems to like like she'd fit in on that. She's aware um, of nudity. Right? Anyway, uh, don't forget to after the Winter Olympics. Uh, post whatever new show they're plugging after that. This is going to be at like two in the morning. Right. Primetime um, TV. Injured nudity is going to be dropping on a channel near you. In- in- <laughs> injured nudity. My question is, who has to blur that, and do they get paid overtime? Because there's no way you can blur all that. Probably not. I bet it's like a Showtime show. It's just a Skinamax. <laughs> yeah, it's coming <laughs> live just... to Skinamax at the two a.m. slot. <laughs> to YouTube Red. Woof. Um. <laughs> Let me ask you about this scene. Okay. We got two things we can talk about. I forgot to mention mass orgies at the Olympics. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that happens. Everybody knows. Long if you story don't short, know everybody about has that, condom sales long are story through short. the worst. Yeah. Here's people, something. Which no one should If we're be coming back to about. the Olympics. I mean, we can. Just no. for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, did you see that news station that mistook Pyongyang? Pyong Chang for P.F. Chang's. Yo, holy shit, no way, what? <laughs> they put up P.F. Chang's, which if you don't know, what? is a yeah, <laughs> but like three to three to four and a half star It's like a, It's, like a, it's nice like a kind of nice Chinese restaurant, Chinese restaurant that you go to in bigger cities. And definitely cities. not a fucking they city in Korea. They have bomb ass chicken wraps. Holy shit, dude, P.F. Chang's, what? <laughs> dude, the P.F. Chang's Olympics is what I compete in. Are you kidding me? That's, That's where amazing. I become a drummer. Dude, oh my god, that's I didn't hear about that. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> okay, uh, so we got two topics we can talk about. We can talk about what period you would go back to and live in. Okay. We can well, I guess we have three topics. We can talk about what period we would live in. We can talk about Groundhog Day for five years. Okay. With various circumstances. Or we can talk about the Snapchat update and how awful it is. Um Mm. I'm give this choice to you. Lord mm. knows I'm not posting a poll about it. Mm. Uh, why don't we speed test all three of them? Zane, the Snapchat update's so fucking awful. See, I don't. I just took the time to figure it out real quick, and I don't have a problem with it. The thing is, I understand it, and I hate it. The only I'm thing, still actively so mad about the it. The only thing I don't really like is that it it um, on the uh, the entertainment side. Sure. It doesn't prioritize necessarily 
the people you follow the people you oh, don't yeah. follow right. that also have new pu- public stories right. and the news. So you might hop from somebody you like to watch to somebody you've never to, heard of to a news shit oh, from, right, like, or, yeah. from like bullshit.org Oh, I've done that where it's something. been like, oh, I'm watching like 2 chain Snap Story yeah. and then ESPN comes on. And then like, ESPN. Oh, fine, Which, I guess, okay, but, if you wanted to watch ESPN, but, but I, I also didn't want to watch these snaps are a total mess. Right, and then it's always that like- That bullshit. And yeah. then it hops to somebody who you <laughs> don't follow and probably don't care anything about because right. you already actively so don't follow real them. Real popular snaps today. It's like, like I don't fucking if care you put at it, all. If you put it in order, I'm okay with that. Right. How the How the other thing is set up, it's only an issue if somebody snaps you. Yeah. Because then it puts a space, but it you just, just like, refresh it and it takes care of it. But it's just hard to like, like it, they, they took all the intuitiveness away from it. Right. And we're just like, what if we made it hard to read the things? They made it like, in three did somebody receive it? Or did, you know, I, I, who did I send this to? Right. They took all that part away and we're like, what if we put too much shit on one page? Right. And then not enough on the other and didn't organize it? Yeah. I think, yeah. I'm, you'll get used to it. So everybody will. Quit everybody will, it. and it's Quit just wasting annoying your for time. Now. There's more important things happening. Let me ask you this: What time period would you go back to and live in um, if if you had a you know middle class, just regular, standard lifestyle? You can't go back to where I used to be. Okay. Every turn okay. a surprise. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back. You you have to go back beyond 1900. And don't say like, oh, I'd go back to 1899. What if I went to, uh, I don't know. Here, let me see. And um, go on. You don't like know, you like, you can't like predict the future and shit. Right. And you don't know, like, you just have to everything. Live in. You don't know your current knowledge, but you have a similar knowledge base for the for time. For the time. <sighs> Keep in mind. Do you, are we still living in the same well. place? Like, am I, if I go to 1500, am I living I mean, in you Montana? can pick, no, you can pick where you want to go. Okay. Um, that's tough. I <clears throat> I'd probably go back to fuck Rome. Fuck Rome. Greece would be kind of cool back in the day. So you're looking like ancient history. No, not necessarily. I'm just weighing my options. Sure. Cuz I'm also thinking like Declaration of Independence kind of 1776ish like you know but you're also just getting fucked on by other countries a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> other countries are constantly fucking on you. Yeah. My thought too is like how do like <laughs> like how you do You might get scurvy. You might get scurvy. Yeah, cuz like people are like uh I posed this question to another friend and they were like, "Oh, I'd go back and be a viking cuz you'd be tall as fuck." Right. And I think I'm that, already that. Right, but you but comparative like I would be tall as hell. Right. At 5'10" like okay. on six on Tinder I'm 6 foot. Um, I would be tall as hell. Well, you're a professional football college athlete. Well, right. You've always had an inch and a half. Um, (laughs) all around. Um, (laughs) so so I think the Vikings would be a solid, like, era and or place to be. But I think, here's my thoughts on it. Two things. One... I think given a certain like if like social standards apply and people are fucking awful to other people, then right. like you want to go as close to modern day as possible because at least like yeah. less awful shit happened ideally at mm-hmm. that point. Two, what's going to lead to the worst fucking way to die and what how can I avoid that? Right. 
like you mentioned scurvy, that'd suck a lot. Yeah. But I think Rickets, like it's scurvy. But like people the plague. All of them. Yeah. I think like Viking would be so cool because of how it's like, you know, how it's portrayed. But right. I also think taking an arrow to the suck. chest just fucking well, out you, of nowhere. And you have to rape and pillage. Right. That's I don't what know I if mean. I'm up for that. Uh, Okay, so the the way that I posed this originally too was that you have like the same moral compass. Like I would still be risk averse, and I would still be kind of like, "Oh, are we sure?" Like, but I but guess. in that time, yeah, yar, which would mean I'd make a fucking awful Viking. <laughs> I'd be like, God, all of it, pillaging all of it. We can't leave some. We're gonna burn. Then I get pillaged. <laughs> Not because I anyway. You ride in so, the bottom of the boat, right? And the so, unfavorables. <laughs> the unfavorables was a. Let's see, I'd probably be, want to be part of the. What's the? What was the big Mexican army that came up and fucking ransacked Texas and? Are you talking about like, <laughs> remember the Alamo kind of stuff? No, no, way before that. Like, like uh, Spanish American War. Yeah, the Spanish, uh, the Spanish Armada. Like, oh shit! It would kind of be cool to be part of the part of that. I'd have to be something. You just ride your horses. And I part of me thought like maybe just go to Switzerland. From El Dorado. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know that I personally could get away with like, like I think I gotta go to like a hub of like white people. You know what I mean? Like Switzerland sounds all right. And here's why: because I looked up the history of Switzerland very briefly, <laughs> and for a lot of it, it was very much just kind of like mm, you know getting invaded by whoever the Germans and fucking the Ottomans and oh, shit like that. But it was always just kind of like you know. The, the biggest problem was like, oh, which religion do we want? We're so neutral. Which, granted, let's not diminish how huge of a fucking problem that was for like many years and currently still is. Right. But it was like Catholics, Protestants, uh, well, yeah, which one? <laughs> and I'm like, that seems like a much more manageable problem than like, we have 14 plagues going on <laughs> and many villages don't exist anymore. And those seem like bigger issues to me personally. <laughs> That's then funny. also I think unlikely to get killed by the wilderness in Swiss in Switzerland. You know what? What? What threat? I ate in some nature. bugs. I ate some grass. <laughs> I use my hand to, to wipe my, my tears. <laughs> um, so I think that's where I'd probably go. Is All like right. mm, if I couldn't pick a time in just a location, I would probably go like a Switzerland area. Okay. I think if I could pick a time as well, I would probably realistically try and go like. Oh, uh, uh, 17th, 18th century. Yeah, that's fair. It'd probably be boring. Right. But I'm fine with that. Right. I think I could make a boring life pretty okay. Right. Versus one that's like, wow, so exciting. And then you catch an arrow to your chest and you just have to live with that until you don't live anymore. Right. No, I'm, I'm that fine. That has to hurt so bad. How <laughs> I'll just walk it off. <laughs> how inconceivably bad would an arrow to the chest hurt? <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's all you'd hear. And then you'd look down and oops, there's an arrow in my chest. <laughs> So then I got one last question for you. All right. If you, I think this is more of a thought experiment than anything. Okay. There might not be an answer to this. T-H-O-T. The movie Groundhog Day is pretty popular. Right. Or at least was Shout for a while. Shout out to Bill Murray. Shout outs. Not a sponsor. And. BFM. <laughs> yeah, you're right. For those who don't know, the premise of Groundhog's Day is basically Bill Murray, I, he's visiting a town for Groundhog's Day or something like that. And he ends up getting caught in a time loop right. where every 24 hours his clock resets. He just lives the same and day. And he just lives the same day over and over and over again 
And so basically he figures out like there's a way to solve it essentially. Right. And he just has to figure out what it is and like do everything right. He's a kind of a curmudgeon if I remember correctly. And so anyway, it's a feel good story. All the stuff you should watch is pretty good. (laughs) My thought is that if you had to live with Groundhog's Day for five years, starting, you know, at a a date to be determined, but in the present day, um, could, could, well, could you do it? And what would you do with it? Here's kind of the qualifiers. Um, day resets every 24 hours. If you die, you die, unlike Groundhog's Day. Right. If you if you die, you die. If you get mortally wounded and the clock hits midnight, right. you're okay. It'll reset. You wake up the next morning and you're fine. Golden. Okay. Any knowledge that's like substantive doesn't necessarily carry over. Like if you're trying to play the stock market for five years straight and just like invest a ton of money, whatever, you know. Fine, you can do that, but you're going to restart the next day and be like, you might still have the same idea to invest, but it's not going to be anything crazy. Right. You're not going to know knowledge from the last time. Okay. So you can't like practice cooking for five years over consecutive similar days. Okay. But you're also not going to be like unaware of people's patterns. Like you can pick up on stuff like if somebody's going to drop a newspaper on your deck at 920, you'll know that. Right. Finally, once the five years is up, the last day... You live with the consequences of the day before. Everything else is theoretically consequence-free so long as you don't die. Right. What's your thoughts on that? Can you do, like, so you're saying, like, if I if you wanted to become a master pianist, yeah. you couldn't learn piano? Couldn't learn. You could learn what you could learn in a day, and it wouldn't transfer over. But if you did it on the last day, if you started day one of piano lessons on the last day, then day two of your regular new life you would have that knowledge. That would be a complete waste of time. It would suck, right? All the way across the board, except for the fact that you wouldn't know. You could pick up on patterns and like you, start to I think to you'd be aware navi- of it, though. You'd start to navigate different. Like You'd just have like, oh, I need to move over to the side because I'm going to get splashed by this car. Like You'd start to figure out shit like that, but that would be such a waste of time if you couldn't like do anything with it. Because every day, say you're like, you're like, ah, um, let's... Let's say you know you're going to live every day for sure. five years. Right. You could spend every day like building a bit of a scheme and sure. like, dominoes. And right. so like coming into that last day, you tip the dominoes. Right. Next thing you know, you're married to fucking, I don't know. I agree. Somebody. Whoever. Whoever whoever was at the end of the domino chain. Yeah. Uh, that was the person for you. Probably like a and, solid seven. Yeah, at least. But if you set your dominoes for with, five if years. If I had five years to work with it, right, I have no doubt that I could probably right, land a seven. Right. <laughs> Fish on! <laughs> so. Um, but otherwise, I think I could do it because you wouldn't necessarily know any different. Well, so, okay. So let's but say I wouldn't you know. want to. Like, it would suck a lot. Yeah. My theory is, and it's not a kind one, is that every person is going to do some fucking awful shit. Yeah, if you don't have consequences. Because that's the thing. Which is scary. Here's the problem. What if you want to like rob a bank? Right. You can't just run in and rob a bank because you try dying. But you can't plan for the next day. Right. Like you don't get to plan. You got to do robbery. everything within a 24 hour period. Right. Hopefully, you don't sleep in. You tweet a lot. You tweet a lot. Figure and then out I how part. to get all of your followers. Right. Get all of your followers. Right. And then you're famous. And so I'm thinking, to solve that problem of doing awful shit inevitably you say fine first or two first two years you live the same 
that's plenty of time for people to do awful shit. Right. But every day after that, day one, year three starts, any day between year three, one, day one, and the end of year five could be the day that ends it. And then the consequences of that go on the next day. Right. Or arguably make it even more difficult and say, at random, predetermined by whatever entity has set this up. Right. You, between day one, it could be a one-day thing or it could be a five-year thing. So feel Yo. free. Do whatever you want to do. But you live with the consequences. Yo. And it's not like a, it's not like a, oh, he did a bad thing. Let's get him here. It's like, it is predetermined. There's no, like. You just don't know. You have no idea. It's like playing that little crocodile game where you push the teeth down and it bites your finger. Right. It could be the Except first one you do. Except with the rest of your life. The rest of your life. I think that changes it so fundamentally. That's crazy. Because somebody's not going to fuck around and do some awful shit unless they're super, super risk friendly. Right. All I'm saying is I think that is an interesting thought experience. Go ahead and post that to your friends and family. Yeah, see talk what, about that with people. Happy episode think. 25. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, we got some new shit on the way uh, Ooh, with baby. shit and new stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Uh, it'll be great, and that's how how things are happening. And, ahead, and what we're doing, and next week, time oh five nine eight oh one. Is that your Instagram? Go ahead, that sure is. Uh, Go yeah, ahead and get an that's Instagram where we'll first. be live in and Check uh, it out. Tyler and I also both got uh, uh, Osmos. Oh yeah! Uh, Look out for, for video content. So we'll try to start videoing some random shit. Bye. Bye. We love you.